We're good. Go ahead and start. Oh, okay. Well, hi, everyone. This is Joni Leonard, um, the facilitator for Banquet of Books. Today is February 9th. April 9th. 20. Uh, February? Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. Let's start again. Hi, everybody. This is Joni Leonard, and this is Banquet of Books. Welcome. Today's date is April the 9th, 2023. And um, wherever you're listening, whether it's morning, noon, or night, we welcome you to our Banquet of Books. And I am so glad to see everybody that's here. Um, This is uh, an important holiday for people that celebrate Passover, Ramadan, and Easter. So I'm so thrilled that people came into my banquet where we have good, good times. So anyway, um, what did I leave out? Oh, in Banquet, we talk about books that we've liked, books we haven't liked, um, mostly anything that you want to talk about. Um, We hope that if you are part of a minority that comes in meaning the sighted, that you... Well, the requirement is that you pick a book that's available uh, for blind people to read. So I guess I'm going to start before I forget everything I was going to say. I want to talk about um, a book that was written by Dolly Parton and um, James Patterson called Run, Rose, Run. I think it's on Bookshare and on Bard. I think I read the Bookshare version. I read it in Braille because now that's what I'm doing. I'm reading a lot of Braille thanks to Jenna. And um, Run, Rose, Run got very bad reviews. Um, Dolly Parton, I think, thought that she was a failure because she didn't have a bestseller. But you know what? I enjoyed this book. It was interesting because I know hardly anything about country music, but it brought me into the world of country music, and it was a good book. Um, I would recommend it. Uh, In the Braille version, there were all kinds of songs with lyrics and copyright material material, and I guess they had to include that in the book, but uh, it got a little old, a little fast, a little old and a little boring for me. So I skipped most of it. And um, so I, I would recommend it. Now, the second book, this book, if you like twisty, turny, Unbelievable books because they're so 
So, what can I say? I was just bowled over by this book. It's called The Housemate. And it's, that's H-O-U-S-E-M-A-T-E. The author, C.L. Patterson, and that name is spelled P-A-T-T-I-S in San O-N. This book is about girls that become good friends in university. It takes place in the UK. And they've known each other for 12 years. And they kind of come to a decision that they want to live in the same house together. Because they've been in different parts of the UK, and so they decide on where they want to be. They look for a house. It's hard to find one, but they finally find something that they think that they can afford, at least. It's the uh, it's a rental. So they move in together, and then they realize that the rent's going to be a little bit too much for them. So they decide, why don't we get a third person to live with us? So they put ads all over the place, and they hear from several different women, and. They hear from this one woman who they interview, and they think she's just absolutely fantastic. And so they say, well, we don't have to interview anybody else. Let's, let's have her live with us. And there were, they thought there were two bedrooms, but it turns out there was this little tiny room and so they figure that they can rent it to her. And she comes into the house, and they show her accommodations. And she's fine with everything. And they are absolutely besotted with her. They think she is fantastic. And she's with them. And... She cooks for them, and she does all these different things for them. And then things start going very, very, very wrong. And I'm not going to tell you anymore, but this book, I was just absolutely, I love this book. And it, it's a good read if you like suspense, if you like excitement, if you like Total twisty, turny things. I did not see what was what the end was going to be, and it was totally. I had to read it about three times the last couple chapters. So I really, really recommend this book. It's on Bookshare. I don't know if it's on Bard. I've been doing a lot of Bookshare reading lately, so. Uh, those are my books, and um, I guess we can, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else that I should have said, but I think I said everything. So 
the next meeting is in May. Oh, May 14th. Okay. The next meeting. I think I got that right. But that will be Mother's Day, so I hope people will attend. We will certainly have our banquet. Tony, what was the author's first name, please? Well, it's Claudia, but she okay. goes by C period L period. L is in Leonard period. Okay. And it's P A T T I S O N. S is in Sam. Good. Yeah. It is so unbelievable. I I was haunted by this book for a few days after I read it. Couldn't get it out of my mind. Okay, well, um, Alan, you want to pick the next person? Okay, I can call on folks if you want me to. Uh, Judy, do you have a book you want to talk about or not? Well, I started reading um, Where the Crawdads Sing, and it was wonderful. But then I didn't feel well, and I stopped reading it. So I flunked there, and then I also flunked If They Have It in Braille or Audible. So... Anyway, but I love listening to you, ladies and gentlemen. And um, anyway, I'm here. Well, you need to finish where the Friday thing because it just gets better as it goes on. So, and, and it is available on Bard. So, w- w- a lot of us have already read it. So, it, it's an outstanding book. So, yeah. Oh, thank you. Okay. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sally Rosenthal. Okay. I've got two books. Um, the first one is on Bookshare. It's called Walking Home, and the subtitle is A Poet's Journey. It's by Simon Armitage, and Armitage is A-R-M-I-T-A-G-E. He's the Poet Laureate of England, but um, don't, don't think this book is highfalutin. It's hysterically funny. Um, Simon Ar- Armitage is from the north of England in Yorkshire, and he decides to walk the Pennine Way, which is similar to the Appalachian Trail here. It runs from the north of England, from the border of Scotland, down to Derbyshire, which is about halfway to the south. And it's rugged, then flat, then rugged, then flat. Um, So he decides to walk this. And In walking it, he decides to do about between 15 and 20 miles a day, and then he has a destination at each day and decides that he will do a poetry reading at that destination for whomever shows up. Um, It's sort of history, sort of memoir, sort of natural writing, but he has a very, very dry, um, very acerbic sense of humor. If you liked Bill Bryson's, um, oh, his book about the Appalachian Trail, A Walk in the Woods, you will love this book. I, I couldn't stop reading it. It's, it's wonderful. It's only about five hours long, so you can go through it pretty quickly. Um, the second one is the first in a series. I got the Kindle version. It, there, there are three on Kindle, and they're, they're inexpensive. It's The Cat and the Corpse in the Old Barn. It's by Kate High, H-I-G-H, 
It's the first in the series about an artist um, named Clarice who also does animal rescue. Um, She rescues stray dogs and cats and rehomes them, um, takes care of them. Uh, Some end up living with her. And she's actually estranged from her husband when the book begins. He's a police detective in the small village. And um, as you might expect, a cat finds a corpse in one of their barns. And they're not sure who she is, where she came from, but it turns out she's someone who has lived in the village for two years under an assumed name and has been blackmailing people. So Clarice, who is also an artist and an animal welfare worker, is kind of an amateur detective and works with her husband to find out what's going on. Um, They're just good, cozy mysteries, um, and I I really recommend her. Her name is Kate High, and those are my books. Thank you, Sally. Oh, they sound good. Very nice. Okay, uh, John Bowyer. Yes. Hello there. Hello. Happy holidays to each and every one of you, whichever holiday you celebrate. You too. Okay, my first book, I have two. This is The Vanishing Half by Brittany Bennett. It's in four volumes in Braille, and the Braille number is BR23212. This is about twins, uh, the Vegas twins, they call it. And they live in a town in Louisiana called Millard, which, and I hope I don't offend anybody with this, is a town of colored people that look rather white. The reason I'm telling you this part is because eventually the two girls decide to run away. They go to New Orleans. And then eventually, after they've worked there for a while and whatnot, they decide to split up. And Desire goes to D.C. and she gets a government job and she meets this guy and they marry and they have a child. And he, yes, he is a colored guy that is, well, I guess you would say black. Okay. So the kid turns into being black. Whereas Stella, Desire's sister, obviously wants to stay white and have everything white so that she can be real rich and blah, 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 blah. She thinks that's going to make her rich. So she goes and she finds herself a, a white guy and and they marry and they have a child who uh, turns out to be white as well. But anyway, to make the long story short, Desire ends up going back home because her husband uh, is beating on her. 
And so she grabs the kid and packs up and away they go back to Milan. At which eventually her husband decides he's going to have her hunted up. So he meets this guy. Well, this outfit that has this guy named Early. And Early is one of these guys that goes out hunting up missing people and whatnot. Anyway, Early ends up going to Milad and he finds Desiree. And he finds out the actual whole story about her and her husband. So he decides, well, I'm not going to do anything for him. So anyway, he gets out of that deal. But he and Desiree get very close and whatnot. But they never do marry because he's always on the road. Anyway, as far as Stella goes, she goes everywhere from Boston out to L.A. area. And, um, she's living the life of the real rich and whatnot. And she has that little girl that she has. And um, anyway, Stella's daughter and Desire's daughter end up meeting, and finally, uh, that's the way Stella gets found and whatnot, and, and uh, she does go home for a visit and whatnot, but she doesn't stay long, but anyway. It, it's quite an interesting book, I thought. Anyway. Anyway, my next book is one that I just finished. And it's called Savor the Moment BR2 1684. And it is uh, by Nora Roberts. And this one is basically about four girls, really, that were getting ready to go to college and whatnot. And they were getting ready to go to their prom and they were all excited. They were talking about how they were already had made their choices to college, except for Laurel. She wanted to go to a cooking school, but her family didn't have any money. But however, somehow the lady that, and I still, even at the end, didn't figure out who the Mrs. Grady was supposed to be. But anyway, she called her down while the girls were all getting ready to go to their prom. She called her down and said, I want you to come talk to me before you go anywhere. And when she went down, when Laura went down to see her, Mrs. Grady says, you are going to go to the school you want to go to. She says, here's your first semester of money. She says, then 
don't you dare abuse it. <laughs> anyway, they all ended up doing very well, and they ended up getting together, and they started their own business called uh, Vows. And one of the girls was a photographer. Another one was a florist. And, the, and of course, Laurel was the baker. And they did all their work for all these different uh, weddings and other parties that they might have had. And uh, in the end, they were all getting married. And, and uh, Laurel ended up marrying the brother of one of the girls that she had been admiring since she was a kid. So another good book. I enjoyed it very much. Thank you very much and have a good one. Thank you, John. John could you could you repeat the titles and authors of both books? The please? titles and the authors. Oh my Jody, you don't want much do you? All right. This book is Savor the Moment by Nora Roberts. Now, do you want the Braille? No, no, that's okay. Okay, all right. And the other one was called The Vanishing Half. And that was the Vanishing by Half. Half. Yeah. H A L F. H A L F, yes. By Brittany Bennett. B R I T T A N N Y Bennett. B E N N E T T. Thank you, John. You're welcome. This time. <laughs> All right. Something like that in there. Liz Lindsay. Okay, um, I haven't had a whole lot of time to read other than book club books lately, but the one that I am in the middle of reading is a Riley Sager book, and it is Home Before Dark, and um, um, so this this grown woman, Maggie Holt, um, goes back. She she's she was her father wrote a book about the house that they bought that he basically claimed it was haunted and it was a horror book. And she, the family fled the, the, the house because of all the scary stuff that went on. I mean, she thought her father sold the house years ago. So she comes back after his death and finds out that the house has not been sold and it's basically hers to do with what she wants. And so the mystery starts to, and I'm not finished the book yet, but the mystery starts to unfold and, and she has to figure out whether the, things that her dad said about the house and it being haunted were real or whether there were some more, as they put it, earthbound dangers and, and nefarious stuff that was going on there. So um, I don't know the answers yet, but it's it's kind of interesting. It is a Riley Sager book. So um, most of the time I'm a fan of Riley Sager. We'll see how this turns out. Um, the DB number is 99512. It's 99512, and it's Home Before Dark by Riley Sager. Thanks. Okay. Thank Thanks. you so much. Liz. And we're glad you're here. 
It is oh, a good book list. Yeah, And uh, Riley Sager, many of us love Riley Sager's work. Oh, absolutely. Work. Yeah. There was so, only one book that he wrote that was kind or yeah, that was a little bit of a clinker. Um, oh, which one was it? We, uh, House Across the Lake. It wasn't like, like not his best, you know? <laughs> Yeah, it was okay. But yeah. it was okay. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's a good yeah. author. If we decide was, whether Riley was a man or a woman. Definitely a man. He's a man. It, it's, a pseudo, it's a pseudonym. I mean, it's a, it's a, what yeah. do you call that? Yeah. Yeah. A, a name that he takes on. <laughs> right. <laughs> Words, you know. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a man. Um, but yeah, I'm, I've been finding like I want to return to some known authors because it just feels like I've been branching out into authors that I've never heard of and finding some real clinkers out there. So I want to return <laughs> to some people that I really enjoy their writing and I know it, you know. Well, that's smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, Deanna Noriega. Okay, first one I have for you is The Midnight Plan of the Repo Man by W. Oh, yeah. Bruce Cameron. <laughs> DB number is 80722, and it's kind of an offbeat book about a young man who got, he was on the verge of um, going to play national, you know, football. He was a very good high school player from a small Michigan town, and he had a sister, and his parents ran a local bar called the Black Bear. And he met a girl at a party. She was very drunk, but she wanted to go buy some more beer. And he was 21. He didn't know she was 17. So he was driving her to go get the beer. And then he was trying to drive her to where she said she wanted to go. And he took a wrong turn. And the car went into the lake. And he got out. But he thought she had drowned. And he um, got rescued by some people that were sitting in a car nearby smoking grass. And, and uh, of course, that isn't what they told the police when they showed up. But he got saved. She was found five days later um, drowned. And it ruined his whole life. He lost his chance to go to college. He lost his um, his hero-dom of being, you know, a big fish in a small community. And he went to prison. And eventually he was released. And so the only person that would help him was a guy that ran a repo service. And he gave him a job as a repo man. So he goes around stealing cars back <laughs> that are, that are uh, still owing money on them and the people aren't paying. And it's, uh, it's, a, it's got a lot of humor in it. And it's a, kind of a crazy sort of thing because he has what he thinks is a dream about being murdered and then he then he figures out that it wasn't him it was somebody else and now he's got this voice in his head that keeps hectoring him and telling him you've got to find out 
why they killed me and <laughs> who killed me <laughs> and that sort of thing. So that's that's that one. Then the other one is Red Queen, which is a fantasy. I've been reading things that I wouldn't ordinarily read just to, to figure out whether I, you know, have gotten into a rut. Um, it is a fantasy novel written by a woman who um, writes for the for um, the movies and television. And it's the first book in a fantasy series. It's about a poor girl living in a, in a small village. And the society is divided into two classes of people. The aristocracy are have silver blood and they can do amazing magical things. And the red-blooded people are kind of the serfs of this world and not treated particularly well. And they have the silvers have been fighting war over territory for over a hundred years. And the girl that is the red queen is um she makes her living by pickpocketing because she doesn't have any job skills and she knows that when she turns 18 she'll be conscripted into the army her three older brothers have already been sent but the family's hope is her younger sister who's a who's a seamstress and makes beautiful embroidered and you know wonderful clothing which of course the silver's treasure and the one thing about the reds is they are creative they're craftspeople they design machines they can do lots of things but it doesn't really help them because it's that kind of a society where the rich on top um exploit those below them and so it she gets tangled up and meets a young man and tries to pick his pocket and he catches her and he's walking her back to her village and she's telling him about herself and her life. And the next thing she knows is, is someone is sent for her to go work in the um, summer town of, of the Silvers. And something unexpected happens and she finds herself masquerading as a silver. And um, even though she has to be extremely careful not to bleed anywhere because she doesn't have silver blood. So that's the start of the story. I don't want to go too far and spoil it, but that's um, it's well written. Um, there are um, interesting characters that are somewhat intriguing and it's complex like a lot of fantasy novels where um a certain part of the of the group are fighting for justice and equality and you know there are wicked people that all they want is what they want that kind of thing so that's it is you know the name of the author um victoria Aviard, A-V-E-Y-A-R-D. And the DB number for this one, which is the first of the series, is 81314.
So 8, and 13, title? 14 is the Red Queen. Red Queen. Thanks, Deanna. Thanks, Deanna. We much fantasy, but this sounds pretty good. It's, yeah. It is quite um, complex and interesting. We, we we read the Midnight Plan of the Repo Man years ago for Worlds of Books, and it and it was it was very good. I mean, yeah. I, I like I like offbeat stuff, but uh, yeah, uh, I, it, I, it, it, I it, thought it, you would probably like yeah, Ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. So yeah, yeah. So uh, okay, uh, Jana, you're up. Okay, my book has a really long title, and I was dumb enough to write the whole title down and not the name of the author because I ran out of room on my card. But anyway, it's Homer's Odyssey, A Fearless Feline Tale, or How I Learned About Life and Love with a Blind Wonder Cat. And the number is DB69557. And I don't remember the author's name. I'm sorry. Um, This lady finds a cat who is a, a stray and she turns it into a, uh, a veterinarian and the cat has uh, been has had a very hard life and had two eyes that had such a such bad infections that she had to remove the eyes and then she called her friend who had two cats already and said I have this really special cat. Uh, do you want this cat? And so she she did take the cat and he she took him because he just had such a good nature and he just loved everybody and was very energetic and playful. And the cat was great. I I like the the book. The person who recommended it to me recommended it because she knew that I had had a cat a long time ago and I was crazy about this cat. This was a pretty good book, but it wasn't as good as I thought it would be because to me, the author made a lot of assumptions about the cat's blindness and it just drove me nuts after a while. So she assumed things like that the cat had super hearing, the kinds of things that people assume about us. And she thought that she knew what it was like to be, to be blind. That part of it was a little annoying, but if you can get past that, it was a good book. And there was one part where the, a a burglar came into her home and she describes what the, the cat did in, in that situation, which I, I won't spoil, but anyway, it, Essentially, it was a good book. So it's um, Homer's Odyssey, and it's DB69557. The author is Gwen Cooper. Oh, thank you. Okay. Yeah, I I read a couple years ago. I read it, and my sister read it, too. We both uh, both thought it was Oh, sorry about that, you guys. (laughs) Everybody's read this already. Well, they did the same with one of mine, so it's. I, I haven't, but it sounds good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay, not, not, good. not everybody's read it, so don't be apologizing. So okay. yeah, yeah. So, so is 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 Homer's Odyssey the only one you got, or do you have another one you want to talk about? No, that's the only one. Okay, okay. Well, thanks, Jenna. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, thank you, Jenna. You're uh, welcome. I, I I I'm last, and I think I've called on everybody else. If I haven't, uh speak up after after i get through talking but uh anyway 
I'm talking about the book. I'm not going to say too much about it. It's called The Measure, uh, a novel, DB109475. It's by Nikki Erlich, E-R-L-I-K. We're talking about it for, for novel ideas in May. We're talking about it in the science fiction group. This month, uh, uh, the ne- so you ne- just thought you'd talk about it here too. <laughs> next Thursday, yeah, yes. Yeah. So, so, so I had to, I had to read it for those two things. So, hey, I'm, I, I'm trying to, hey, I'm on so daggum many book groups. I'm trying to get through a lot of book group books so I can read something for pleasure that uh, that, 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 that isn't. But, uh, uh, but yeah. Yeah, th- this book is really interesting. the The premise is. All these, when people turn 22, they receive these little boxes uh, arrive uh, at at their at their doorsteps. I guess where, wherever they wherever they live, they receive these boxes, and inside these boxes are these strings that indicate their lifespan. Uh, why anybody that knows of such a thing? would look at it is beyond me but hey we live in a world with a lot of weak-minded fools that now that's alan's <laughs> opinion that's alan's opinion but uh, hey wh- why you would want to know what your lifespan is is beyond it but you can imagine what a mess people make of these things once they start looking at them that's 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 the whole purpose. There's a lot of characters in the book, and there's politicians that that, that you know, make a mess of this stuff, and, and and of course they, everybody starts looking at their strings and stuff, and of course you get divided into long stringers and short stringers and stuff, and people make a huge. I'm sorry about overusing the expression. They make a pig's breakfast of this stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, once they know. What 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 their fate is going to be and stuff because I mean apparently uh, it, it, it's very accurate nobody ever figures out where these things come from but you you can you can imagine what folks do with this so I mean it it gets into a lot of interesting human relations things that uh, 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 a, 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 as you might expect but it has a lot of good characters in it that that, that are good and. <laughs> And I'm sorry, but it, it seems like most of the ones that are good are, are the ones that, that that have short strings and stuff. Mm-hmm. But hey, uh, it, it 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 has some it has some very interesting. I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to give any spoilers and stuff. But it's it, it's about eleven hours and change, and it's uh, let's see, yeah, it's eleven hours and two minutes long. It looks like so it's right at eleven hours. But uh, it's uh, it. it and, and and Julia Whalen, who, who I love, is is the narrator. So it's 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 a good it's a good production, and it's it's it makes you think about stuff. So uh, if you want to think about stuff, uh, uh, read it. But 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 don't expect the government to 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 do what's right with this whole thing. But uh, hey, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I, I know everybody's tired of hearing Alan's opinions about stuff, but hey, <laughs> if you're going to be coming in with a book or with me, you're, you're going to hear my opinion about it. So, uh, but but anyway, yeah, it's interesting. It's 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 an interesting read. So, uh, uh, 
uh, anyway, but uh, I hey. read it. I read it a while back in another book group, the uh, ACB book chat on Monday nights every two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, 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 what was your opinion of it, Deanna? What, I like the book. I like the yeah. book. There's some yeah. characters that I really liked and some that I was right. just going, erg. Uh, yes. <laughs> you are such yeah. a jerk. <laughs> yeah. 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 There, there were plenty of ergers in there. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but, but there, there were some good characters too, though. So if it's a, I mean, I, I don't know where people come up with these ideas, but that's why I read. And uh, it's, uh, you know, and, and and that's why I read these book group books, because I, otherwise I tend to get in a rut and read the same kind of stuff over and over again. But, uh, but it did make it pretty evident that that fate is, 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 is unrelenting. You can't yeah. hide from it. You can't change it. If you're right. going to die on that day, you're going to die on that day no matter what uh, you do uh, that's that's right yeah but i i, I cannot ima- imagine why anybody if they knew what their fate was going to be and their lifespan was going to be why they would want to know that because it's just going to mess you up if you try to do that but hey so well, anyway, some people yeah. didn't want to know yeah that's right some people didn't that's exactly right so uh uh so, anyway. Some people were given no choice. And some people, uh, uh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah, and so, then yeah. the government gets in and wants to have everybody registered and. Uh, right. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All exactly. of that stuff. Yeah. It got uh, yeah, in, uh, uh, really uh, tangled. Yeah, it did. It really did. So Lots but of anyway. strings tied in knots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. So uh, a, 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 a clever, a clever uh, idea. And uh, like I said, some interesting characters. So, uh, uh I, I, I can recommend it. So, uh, uh, all right. Well, so my brother's coming in three minutes. So we're going to have ham and biscuits and strawberry salad and potatoes all mm. rotten. Oh, and, that's lovely. Uh, oh, <laughs> Where's my get, place at the table? Oh, uh, it's going to be honey baked ham, too. So it's, it's going to be some good eats tonight. So, okay. Uh, Oh and oh and banana banana pudding for dessert. Oh, so, uh, I hope oh yeah. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Is it made yeah. broccoli? I hope with the vanilla wafers and the real pudding. And t- <laughs> now, do you do I guess rain? I'll go make my food? bologna sandwich for tonight. Uh, <laughs> do, uh, do we do we do what, Liz? What was your question? Meringue we- top or whipped cream top? I I cannot remember, and I'm I'm oh. probably not going to be eating it, so I'm going to be I'm dieting yeah, still. So, but uh, I'm going to have one bite of it though. So anyway, yeah. but uh, anyway, yeah. but uh, I hope everybody's happy holiday, Easter, whatever, happy yeah, whatever yeah. holiday, you, happy Passover, happy it, Ramadan, yeah. whatever Ramadan. you pro- whatever right. your flavor. Santa, <laughs> good luck in California. Have a safe yeah. trip. Yeah, thank safe you, Santa. Yeah. yeah, and a Who's good visit. California. I'm sorry, uh, I miss so much. Of it. I'm just going to see my mom. Um, she's oh, 92, so yeah. this oh, might be wow. one of the last time when she's actually still there. So, uh, and I, ho- I hope I hope she recognizes you and stuff. And I hope I hope yeah, it's a good visit. So, but but safe travels and, and, and enjoy your daughter, if nothing else, on yep. the visit. So, I'm gonna so. take um a lot of the poems I've written to her over the years for Mother's Day gifts. And read them Aww. to her. That's nice. Oh, Very nice. Very nice. nice. Yes. Well, I Safe. just want to thank everybody for coming into banquet today. I I didn't know who would come, who would want to come, who wouldn't come. It's the creme de la creme here. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so Jody, yeah. it's another big meal for a holiday. It's a banquet. 
That's right. Johnny, when you threaten people, you know, we have to come. It was was a good discussion. Very good discussion. So, as always. We'll see some of you at science fiction this Thursday. Uh, Yes, yes. I've got to go since I've I've read the book. I've got to be there. I know. <laughs> I have to tell you, I haven't started the book yet, but when I suggested it, it had a whole different meaning. It's gotten real personal this this last month for me. It's like, oh, uh, yeah. Well, I, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to be there. I've got an HOA meeting where we're talking about our uh, insurance and stuff. So yeah. So uh, did you say that yeah. you wrote a book, Alan? No, I did not. <laughs> oh. Okay. I thought you said what you had. I, I said I've got an HOA meeting where we're talking about insurance that I've got to go to. So uh, he's too busy reading books and he doesn't have time oh, yeah. to write them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm too busy reading them. Uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, all right, guys, got to go. Take so, care. Right. Right. Enjoy, Enjoy your family. Bye. Okay. Everybody. Thank you. Happy holidays, everybody. May 14th. Okay. Okay. May 14th. Bye. Bye. Bye.